Unbreak Your Health, the podcast program about the world of hope and health known as complementary and alternative medicine. I'm Alan Smith in Plano, Texas, author of Unbreak Your Health, the complete guide to complementary and alternative therapies. And today our topic is medical intuition, and our guest is Francesca McCartney. Dr. McCartney has a Ph.D. in energy medicine and intuition medicine, a B.S. in education, is a Montessori teacher, diplomat, and a minister. In 1984, she became the founder and president of the Academy of Intuition Medicine, and in 2006 became the founder and president of the Energy Medicine University. She's also been practicing and developing her intuitive skills for over 25 years as a teacher, author, and counselor. Edgar Cayce is probably one of the best-known medical intuitives since he had over 30,000 readings, but medical intuitives go back much further than that, don't they? Yes, they do. If one looks at historical accounts. Some of the earliest ones are uh, oracles at Delphi in Greece, and they operated in actually much the same way that Edgar Cayce operated, using different languages and different techniques, but coming to the same results. If acupuncture has been proven an effective therapy in hundreds of studies, and it's based on our chi energy, is it such a leap of belief that living energy can be seen or felt by a medical intuitive? I believe and I've experienced with my own work and with thousands of people who I have trained that the human being has a subtle sense called most usually the sixth sense that is an innate ability. It's an innate sense that every human being has. It isn't always developed in people. It's like a language that if it is not spoken in your home or in your community, then young people who are born with their sixth sense, their intuitive sense open, lose that language. And it is often not resurfaced until there is a need or until they desire to have training to reopen the intuitive sense. Acupuncture, if you look at the history going back to Chinese medicine, was developed by highly intuitive, clairvoyant medical practitioners in China who saw energetically the acupuncture meridians and the qi flowing through the body. They wrote books on it. They made drawings and diagrams on it. And this has been upheld for thousands of years in Chinese medicine. Most recently in our Western medicine research, machines have been developed to test and chart these acupuncture meridians, the qi flow through the body, and these mechanistic systems have verified what acupuncture for thousands of years has stated and worked with as their main modality in in healing people. So I think our culture now, our Western-based culture, is catching up with or coming to understand that the language of subtle energy is one that is verifiable, that can be measured when you have the right machines, and is a valid system and methodology for healing our physical bodies and our emotions and communicating to our spiritual bodies as well. What is a medical intuitive? A medical intuitive is a person who has the ability to use their subtle energy senses. Now, I need to qualify subtle energy senses because there are many different ways that one can use their intuition. A person can be highly sensitive clairvoyantly, which means seeing these acupuncture meridians, seeing energy through a body, 
uh, seen an energetic auric field around the physical body, seen the chakra system, which is akin to acupuncture points and meridians in the body. Another highly sensitive person receives information in an audio way. We call those types of uh, sensitives clairaudience. And they hear the tones and the frequencies of the body. And often when people are medical intuitives and they have a strength in clairaudience, they can touch a person's body and they receive a vibration or a frequency which they feel psychometrically in their hands or they can hear the subtle frequency and they can use that as a diagnostic technique. And we have developed recently machines that can do that sort of thing, but the human body can do that as well. Some people have a highly developed sense of knowing, which is simply understanding without going through analytical or linear communications what the information is that's needed to heal and diagnose a person. So a medical intuitive is someone who can scan the subtle energy systems of the body, have a knowing or a seeing or a psychometric feeling of the systems on the physical body, map out the subtle systems with the physical systems and look for discrepancies. Look at places where there are blockages, where there is disease, where there are physiological problems. And then from that point, do a diagnostic and possibly a, a prescription for some type of healing work. How does it work? I mean, you've referred to subtle energy and hearing and seeing. For example, are they actually seeing the aura with their eyes or are they seeing it with their mind's eye? With their mind's eye. And the difference is ocular vision picks up dense matter. Biologically, our eyes can only see the physical plane dense matter. So it is in the eye of the mind that picks up the subtle frequencies. And that's regulated greatly within the area of the hypothalamus, the pineal and the pituitary gland. There's a particular area of frequency that I often refer to as an energetic portal that's reached most easily through meditation, through contemplation, through quieting your analytical mind and moving into a, state, a quiet state of mind in that physical location. What that does when you spend enough time meditating with your intention in that hypothalamus area, which includes all those three endocrine glands, you then begin to, with practice, set up a particular frequency and vibration through your physical body, mostly through your endocrine system, which begins to open up what I like to call a portal or a doorway to being able to access your subtle sense of clairvoyance, which is clear seeing. And I have experienced over the years that people can be taught to do that and their ability to see through the mind's eye or with the mind's eye, subtle energy is very possible with training. Is medical intuition only for diagnosing health problems or can it also be used with other healing therapies to heal? Oh, I think most effectively used when it's integrated with other healing therapies. So, for instance, students who go through our academy are trained as medical intuitives. They are often placed in holistic health clinics, integrative medicine clinics, to work alongside other healthcare practitioners, medical doctors, acupuncturists, homeopathists. And in the best care cases, everyone collaborates with their information to come to a diagnostic on how to treat the patient.
So I see medical intuitives as one facet of the whole healing system. In your book, Body and Health, you talk about how color is the language of energy. What does that actually mean? In the work that I do with clients and, and in teaching my students, I have discovered that color is the simplest and easiest language to use to stimulate one's intuitive systems rather than training a person to synchronize their intuitive sense to a certain uh, vibration or frequency or revolution per minute, the training that I am engaged in with my students trains them to visualize and intend color and to experience a color, like, for example, to meditate on uh, sky blue, to visualize sky blue frequency generating through the whole body and to meditate on that particular color with intention, with visualization, and allow the body to entrain to the frequency of that color. Because color is frequency. Color holds energy. It holds information. And it also is a particular source of healing when applied to the body and to the spirit. People seem to accept the idea that certain colors or frequencies of energy affect our mood when it comes to our clothes or painting the wall, isn't it a small step to accept that we might be able to learn to see and manipulate the color of energy for our health benefit? I think it's a small, simple step. Yes, I agree with you on that. And I, I suggest to, to people to just simply try it. Try it a few times. Sit and close your eyes. Move into the center of your head into the hypothalamus area and visualize a color or bring to mind a color and Imagine your whole body being washed with that color, like a, a rainbow coming through or a waterfall, and then move into intuitive inquiry. How does my body feel when I am visualizing sky blue moving through it? Does it bring up a particular mood? Are there memories which are being remembered, recalled, as I'm sitting here in meditation with sky blue? How can I use this color for my own health and well-being? And often those answers come to a person rather quickly, and one can base their own personal healing on that information. So that's a simple way to work with color as a healing tool. Listeners, if you're enjoying this podcast, then you'll love my new book. The second edition of How to Unbreak Your Health is your map to the world of complementary and alternative therapies. It features a new user-friendly format and 339 new and updated listings in 150 different categories. And you can get it on Amazon.com or at your local bookstore. Color and energy have been a part of healing practices from ancient ones like Ayurveda to more modern ones like pranic healing, haven't they? Yes, they have. In the 1970s, I worked as a meditation instructor and a medical intuitive in a medical clinic. I hesitate calling it a medical clinic because it was called the Academy of Eastern Medicine, and it was run by a medically trained doctor. He was a neurologist. However, he had trained in Ayurvedic medicine, in homeopathy, in nutritional therapy, in acupuncture, and he mainly used those healing modalities. He brought me into the clinic to teach his high blood pressure patients how to meditate because through his research, he found that if his patients 
who had high blood pressure could slow down, could learn a way to control their breath, to go into quiet space. He did not have to medicate them. And that was his goal, less medication and more holistic healing. And at that time in the 1970s, the word medical intuitive had not been coined. So I was just an intuitive doing scans. So the term medical intuitive came into being in, I believe it was around 1984, Norm Sheely, who you know, the president of the American Holistic Medical Association, coined that term. Couldn't faith healers, or the Christian tradition of laying of hands, be considered a type of medical intuitive? Yes, and laying out of hands is similar to what I was explaining earlier using psychometry on touching a person and feeling the vibration or the frequency, getting information about that person when touching them. So, yes, it's a different application with often the same results. Can medical intuitives work over distances, or do they need the client to be there physically with them? Either way works. And some people find that they're better at distance healing, or sometimes it's called remote healing, than they are with a person face-to-face. So there is no time, there is no space when you're working on a subtle energy level. Are medical intuitives more effective at diagnosing physical or mental or emotional problems? That depends on the skill level and the aptitude of the medical intuitive. As we train people through the academy, myself and the other faculty are making that discernment with each student. We are assessing their potential and their particular skill level if they are, for example, more highly attuned to work on the physical body or they are more adept at working with spiritual or psycho-spiritual elements within a person or if they are hands-on healers and so on. So that's not an easy question. It's really determined through my work by individual assessment and mentoring of each student. Is medical intuition just for people or can it be used on animals too? Oh, animals love it. I have trained students who find that they are better suited to be animal intuitives and created animal intuitive practices. And what they tell me is that often when they sit with an animal who is diseased or sometimes just depressed, they can pick up the same type of energy, the same type of information from the animal that they do with human beings. I suppose in a different dialect, the animal dialect, and that their healings are quite effective on animals. Energy medicine is a popular term today that covers a wide range of therapies like EFT and pranic healing, quantum techniques, and the list goes on and on. Aren't they basically all based on the same type of energy used by medical intuitives? Yes. I'm going to say yes with a caveat. Energy medicine as a term is an umbrella term. And the way that I interpret the term energy medicine is that it covers a wide range of subtle energy field applications. For example, we have a degree-granting institution that was expanded from our Academy of Intuition Medicine, and that institution is called Energy Medicine University. And it's a fully distance education graduate program and we award degrees in integrative holistic health. Now, in that program, we have many different courses in energy medicine. We have integral psychology courses, medical intuition courses, 
bioenergetics, organizational transformation, biophysics, intuitive counseling training, spirituality and health courses, energy psychology courses. So all of those are within the practice of energy medicine using different paths, different journeys, different applications, different techniques to arrive at the same place, the healing of a person's subtle energy field to achieve health and well-being. What is the difference between a medical intuitive and, say, a psychic? Well, if you trace the history of the word psychic, that and the word medical intuitive. Again, medical intuitive is a term that was not used until the 1980s. Before that, most frequently people who worked with subtle energy were called intuitives or they were called highly sensitive people. Before that, none of those terms were used, and the term that was used was psychic or channel or medium. So those are all words that have gone through history being changed according to the usage in culture or in communities or in in groups of people. How does someone become trained as a medical intuitive? Well, at the Academy of Intuition Medicine, we have a two- to three-year program of mostly mentorship with people who are interested in being trained as a medical intuitive. And it involves, first of all, basic core classes on meditation, quieting the mind, which is the first stage of moving into being a medical intuitive is to be able to disassociate from the linear and move into the subtle psycho-spiritual state of awareness. Because as a medical intuitive, you're working with the subtle energy systems, the acupuncture points, the chi running through the body, the auric field, the subtler biofield frequencies. And so the physical mind and brain have no compartments to understand what those areas of the human being are. So it takes months for most people to learn how to quiet their state of mind, their intellectual, their analytical, and move into the subtle perceptual state. And then from that point, we begin to teach very technical methodologies on how to pick up information, various ways of intuiting information, how to decipher it, how to decode the language of what you pick up. So in one sense, training a person to be a medical intuitive through the system that I've created is analogous to training a person in a new language. You have to learn all the basics first and then how to put the basics together into a whole picture. So you obviously believe that everybody can be trained, that we don't have to necessarily have a gift of insight? Well, I think human beings are born with the innate sense to develop their intuition. Whether or not one chooses to do it is the factor in which a person can be trained to be a medical intuitive. So if a person comes in as a skeptic, they won't be trained because they're simply going to be there to test and to doubt themselves. And we have a screening process that we take our students through, an admissions process, to determine whether a person is open to, whether they can be trained or not before they're accepted into the program. Because it's a pretty rigorous program. And another thing is our academy is California State Education Department approved to give vocational certifications for vocational diplomas to our graduates so they can practice medical intuition. And we are one of a very few institutions who have gained that approval. Francesca, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to talk with me today about medical intuition. 
And anyone wanting to learn more about the Academy of Intuition Medicine should check out the website at www.intuitionmedicine.org. And to learn more about the Energy Medicine University, visit www.energymedicineuniversity.org. You've been listening to the podcast edition of Unbreak Your Health, discovering the world of hope and health known as complementary and alternative medicine. I'll be back again next week with another edition, but to learn more about our guest today, please visit the podcast page at www.unbreakyourhealth.com. We'd love to hear from you about this program. Please send your questions and comments to info at unbreakyourhealth.com. This program is a joint production of Unbreak Your Health and Loving Healing Press. Thank you for listening. I'm Alan Smith, and I look forward to being with you again soon.